So now on the show, I'm pleased to be joined by Rachel Gartside, who is the Learning and Community Engagement Manager at Sampad South Asian Arts and Heritage. And really excitingly, we're going to talk about a project from City of Empire to City of Diversity. Firstly, Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you, James. It's great to be here. Let's start by helping put this in context in terms of uh, what this program and what this collection is. And I, I guess, do we start with the Commonwealth Games? Is that what perhaps kickstarts some of this uh, exploration? Well, yes, we actually, we've been funded by the Heritage Lottery Fund to do the project. And the Commonwealth Games seemed like a wonderful opportunity to bring the collection of photographs that the project is focused on to public attention and to spend some time really sharing the collection of photographs with Birmingham and with young people and with families and with everybody in Birmingham. And I say programme and collection, it's kind of both of those things really. So my understanding I think is that officially uh, the sort of the programme's kicked off I think at the end of October so the thing's starting to to happen and and roll out and then the exhibition I think itself is from March of next year to coincide with some of the games ramping up. That's right so we're part of the Commonwealth Games Cultural Festival and our main exhibition opens at the Library of Birmingham on the 18th of March and runs to the 18th of June. So there's really good opportunity um, for everybody to come and see it. The work that we started in October was work that was specifically in 20 schools that we're working with across the city. So we've produced a smaller version of the exhibition that's touring to all of those schools. And teachers and students are working from resources that we have produced. And they're working on those resources in history lessons, in geography and humanities, but they're also um, working on it in art classes. We were lucky enough last week to go to Selly Park Girls' School, which is one of our partners, and have a look at some of the artwork that their GCSE students are producing. And they have made the most beautiful pieces of art in response to the exhibition, because the exhibition is really vitally focused on our heritage and our identity, really, as a city. Um, and it's something that the girls really related to at that school. And I'm, I'm, we're hoping that in all the schools that we're working in, um, we'll get a similar kind of response. And then the work that schools do in response to the exhibition that they're having touring to them will then be included in the main exhibition. So when people come to see the main exhibition, they'll see a wonderful visual journey of how our city has evolved from a city built on empire to the amazing diverse place that it is today. And they'll see in the exhibition a collection of photographs. The, the, the main body of the exhibition is a photographic collection called the Deitch Collection. And the Deitch Collection um, has been owned by the city since the 1980s when it was donated by the Deitch family. But the collection of photographs has been sitting in the archives and there are 10,000 photographs in the collection. Um, so this project is really an opportunity to bring that collection to life and to show it off really to the public. But also in the background, we're doing a vast amount of work to catalogue and organise the collection so that from now and into the future, people, the people of Birmingham can really enjoy that collection. The Deitch collection of photographs, which are largely portraits of people and special events in people's lives like weddings, that collection of photographs is the centre of the exhibition. But we're also very pleased to be presenting photographs from other photograph collections that are owned by the city that really contextualise the lives and experiences of the people in the Deitch photographs. 
So there are photographs by Van Lee Burke and, and various other prominent photographers that help us to understand what life might have been like for the people in the, in the photographs. The really relevant thing is that the people in the photographs, many of them will have been first or second or possibly even third generation immigrant families. So what the collection helps us to understand is, is how our community has evolved. Uh, the exhibition really tries to look at the lives of those people, celebrate those lives, not shy away from some of the challenges that people will have faced by coming to Birmingham, but at the same time, really open up a, a dialogue about how our city has evolved and, and how our city has become the most you know wonderful, diverse place that it is. I think what's great about this programme of work is that, you know, it's, it is a really rich collection of photography and sort of photographic you know snapshots and uh but it's so much more than that you know it, it's about mapping social history but it's also come at a really important time for all of us i think in terms of perhaps reflecting on where we are in the world and our place in the world and how we interact or perhaps could interact more with um those folks around us exactly so the, a lot of the schools resources are focused on students going home and talking with their families about the story of how their family came to Birmingham and I mean that's a story that's universal. I came to Birmingham to go to university and when I shared that story with my kids they were understanding something about their heritage and the same is true for all of the students that are working to you know kind of explore the photographic collections. It's an opportunity for us to open up a conversation about you know how how the how our community is evolved and and also to surface the fact that we've been telling the history of Birmingham for a long time by really celebrating our industrial heritage and our place within the British Empire. But of course our place within the British Empire came at, at a cost. And it came at a, um, a huge cost to some of those early pioneers who came here from the Commonwealth and you know, came to the city with all sorts of expectations that sometimes weren't met. So it's a really important opportunity, actually, to retell the story of how our cities evolved, but from the point of view of the people who were really actually involved. Let's talk a little bit more about the Deitch collection, because there's a really interesting backstory in that, let alone the kind of photos that it it captured and and, and helped sort of um, underline this archive. But um, let's talk a little bit about the studio and the the team. I think there was a, a, a really interesting duo at the heart of all this. Yes. Yeah, so Pete James, who worked in Birmingham Archives for a very long time, was was instrumental in enabling the collection to be preserved. Actually, there are, there is quite a lot of mythology around this, but Pete basically visited the Deutsch Photography Studio, which is on Mosley Road in Borsal Heath. And whilst he was there, he noticed, you know, many boxes of, of um, photographs and requested, would it be possible to preserve them? And then the Deutsch family kindly donated the photographs to the city. So it was a, you know, a, a hugely exciting find. But until now, we haven't really had the resources to, you know, fully investigate that collection and fully make it available to the public. So this project's enabling us to do that, which is really, really exciting. And some of these photos, I guess, are sort of seeing light, not for the first time, but for the first time in a in a long while. You know, some of them haven't perhaps um, been dusted off for, for an age. They've been sitting in an archive, as, as you've described. And I, I guess they, they tell us new things. We're discovering new things as we uh, we find we unearth some of this. Absolutely. I, I think one of the, the, the things that we would love to happen 
is that people come to see the exhibition and recognize people in the photographs. And we, we have had some really great ex, um, examples already of people getting in touch to let us know that their their family is is it is 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 in the Deitch collection. So there's a, a wonderful woman called Pavandeep Gill who got in touch with us um, earlier in the year and she has got at home some photographs of her grandfather and her dad and her uncle when they were little boys and they were taken by the Deitch studio. So her interest in the project came because she really wants to investigate further into the Deitch collection and see if she can find any more photographs of her family. But Pavandeep was generous enough to share with us the migration story of her grandfather and of how the rest of her family came to Birmingham, which is a really typical story, actually. So her grandfather came seeking a better life, really, in Birmingham and came in order to build a home for his family, like so many other families across the city. And he very successfully did that and then sent for his wife and his children. And then they have settled in Birmingham. And now Pavandeep has their granddaughter, you know, who's only ever known really life in Birmingham. The photographs really help her to be in touch with that journey, which is a, a you know, a, a journey of fantastically brave people who came and made huge contributions to the city. That story really deserves to be celebrated, along with the many other everyday stories, really, of bravery, of, of people coming and building a whole life and therefore diversifying our community and bringing real richness um, for all of us to our lives and experiences now. This is Switch. And let's talk a little bit more about some of those photos, because... Um, Looking around some of them and looking around some of the, the resources that um, I know that schools have had access to. I mean, there's such a rich archive of things. But um, what strikes me about a lot of these photos is, uh, in, in, well, not all of them, but in some instances, they're quite formal photos. And I guess for some families or for some of the subjects, it's probably the first formal photo maybe that they've had or the first opportunity they've had to have a, a kind of Sunday best photo if you like if you if you call it that and I think you use the word bravery I think that's probably uh, a really good word because for some of these folks they are presenting an image aren't they of perhaps a more challenging tale and time behind it yeah absolutely so many of the portrait photographs are are very deliberately posed and those poses do evolve over the course of the of the um, years but certainly in the photographs that we can date from being you know the kind of late 1940s early 1950s many many of them are people really presenting themselves as you say in their sunday best <laughs> um so um you know there are people in in suits and hats and shiny shoes that image which is definitely part of the of, obviously of the of the lives of the people in the photographs um, is only one aspect probably of what of what people may have been experiencing so if we look really closely at the photographs and the exhibition invites us to do this, we can see clues in the photographs that might help us to more fully understand what those people went through. Um, so, for example, there are lots of um, photographs of people in their professional uniforms as nurses or as workers for Birmingham City Transport. And what we know is that um, there was a colour bar in Birmingham until 1954. So that people who, who came to work um, in, in hospitals or for the, uh, or for the, you know, to work on the buses, for example, they wouldn't have been allowed to have been in public facing roles. So they wouldn't have been able to be drivers or nurses who work with patients until that colour bar was lifted. So 
a photograph of someone in their uniform, if we look at the dating of that photograph, we can speculate that people might be wearing those uniforms in order to say, yes, at last I am able to fully take on this role um, professionally. Or they might have been wearing those uniforms to say, I am a nurse, I am a, you know, I am a, a bus driver. I suppose really celebrate what they've, what, you know, what the job that they've come to the city to do. And equally, the fashions in the photographs are fascinating because what people are wearing are some, sometimes you, you, you can speculate that they're possibly wearing for fashion reasons, just because something suits them. But people are also wearing things that have got subtle clues in them. So, for example, there are several photographs of people wearing zoot suits and zoot suits were worn, first of all, in the in the dance halls of America. And they also became kind of synonymous with a movement in America to make the lives of black people valued and, and seen. And, and similarly, you know, later on in the collection, when we get to the 1970s, there are people where, you know, wearing their hair um, in an Afro style. And that might have just been because they liked to wear their hair like that. But it might have also been because the Afro style was synonymous with kind of celebrating black people's beauty. So, it, you know, the, the, the photographs superficially, as you say, are very formal. But behind those photographs is a whole story to unearth. And the exhibition invites us to do that, to look at the reality and to look at the images and to reflect on what we can learn through them. There is, I think, a great mix of, and you, you, you described it very well, I think there's a, it's almost like there's, there's an element of defiance, but there's overwhelmingly celebration about where people are and what they're doing, in spite of some of the things that they're um, facing on a, on a day-to-day basis. And I think um, that, that sort of formal and traditional clothing mix tells you so much about British society at that time, let alone the first and second waves of uh, migration that were changing, you know, how uh, that society was developing. So it's, it, it's, it really is fascinating. I was going to ask you, um, you touched on um, some of the pictures are wedding pictures and some of them are family pictures. And there's a lot of young people here. There's a lot of uh, young boys in very short shorts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, just just for the sake of seeing beautiful pictures of as you say, little boys in in suits and short shorts and bow ties. So there's a great joy in just seeing, you know, what life might have been like, you know, 50 years ago for for the people in the images Um, and to compare that with how we present ourselves today. One of the things that we hope the exhibition will do will encourage people to reflect on their their own lives now and their own identity now and kind of celebrate that and be proud of their heritage. And and I think the photographs inspire that conversation. So in schools, we are deliberately encouraging teachers and students to really think about who they are, what their heritage is, and to reflect on that by looking through the lens of the Deutsch Collection photographs. So Rachel, uh, as part of this project, you've also, I think, got a champion involved. We have. So Lorna Laidlaw, who many people will know as a kind of star of stage and screen. She's currently playing Aggie in Coronation Street. Lorna is a very proud Brummie and she was really interested in this project because her mum Hyacinth came from Jamaica and settled here. She is, you know, very aware of how important it is to understand the stories of the lives that have make up our community. So she's a, you know, she's really really delighted to be part of the project and we are obviously are delighted to have her. Lorna you know has been investigating her own heritage through being involved in the project um, and as project champion what she's doing is encouraging others anyone around the city to do the same. 
And as if that's not enough, you've also, I think, had some involvement from the first citizen of Birmingham, the Lord Mayor. We have. So we were very, very um, pleased to welcome the Lord Mayor to the launch of our schools project. And he gave a, a really moving speech, actually, about how he came as an immigrant to Birmingham 52 years ago and how important it is to him and to everyone in Birmingham for us to really understand each other's lives and experiences so that we can fully understand the community around us. You know, he he was moved by the exhibition and we hope that it will do the same for the people of Birmingham. Just finally, let's just talk about um, some of the outreach work that you've been doing. Now, outreach is a difficult uh, feat at any time, but at the moment, I think they come with sort of added challenges and added caveats to that. You, you mentioned some of the things you've been out and about doing in, in, in schools and with community groups, but there's also, I think, an open door for people to, to volunteer and to, to engage with this and to come forward. There is, James, and, that, and thank you for that. Um, yes, if anybody would like to be really instrumentally part of the project, we have several different roles in which people can volunteer. So one of those roles is to work in the archives, selecting photographs for the exhibition, and then also scanning those photographs so they can be digitally available for people to look at whenever they want to. Those volunteers will be working in the archives from the new year. And then I'll also be recruiting a group of volunteers to work with me um, to develop a series of talks and workshops that will be offered alongside the um, main exhibition when it's on at the Library of Birmingham from March to June. Um, and so we'll be running family days, we'll be offering a learning walk around the city centre and the volunteers who, who come to work with me will help to really develop those so that those opportunities to, to further engage are designed basically by, by the people of Birmingham for the people of Birmingham. So. If, there are, if there's anybody out there who would like to be part of the project, then I would urge you to get in touch with me on rachel at sampad.org.uk by email, or you're very, very welcome to give me a ring on 0121 446 3266. Or just look up Sampad online and all the details are there and get in touch and we will be very, very grateful and we would really love to work with you. So, yeah, we would welcome anybody who would like to, you know, really work more deeply on the project. Excellent. So from City of Empire to City of Diversity, a visual journey has officially started, as we said, from end of October, but will open as an exhibition. Uh, just to repeat what you said there was March 2022 at the Library of Birmingham. And uh, people really have no excuse to miss this, do they, Rachel? No, it's going to be really spectacular. And, uh, and you know, an afternoon or a morning really, really well spent. I've learned loads from doing this project. I've learned loads from the people who volunteered. I've learned loads from the collection itself. And everybody who comes into, you know, contact with the material that's in the exhibition, whether they be, you know, kind of seven-year-old students in school or elderly participants at the Simmerdown Festival, everybody universally has gone, wow, I didn't know these were there. Isn't it amazing what we can see in these photographs? And, you know, have been really inspired by the conversation that the exhibition provokes. And um, so come and be part of that conversation. Excellent. And it'd be great uh, in a few months time, perhaps to, to get you back on and uh, get a bit of an update and uh, see what other things the exhibition has unearthed. But for now, Rachel, thanks so much for coming on to the show. Thank you, James. And yeah, we'd love to take you for that invite. <laughs>